What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. This is episode 187 in year four, and we have some kind of ridiculous news to talk about. I'm not going to lie. The biggest thing that I think happened, I think probably the day after or so of the last podcast, was uh, this stuff about the possible DC slash Marvel crossover in the cinematic universe. I almost threw up when other people were getting <laughs> super hard about this information. But what are your thoughts on this? Okay, so I think that eventually, not in our lifetime, this will happen. Okay. But I do not think it'll happen while James Gunn is heading DC. Like I, I think that it'll be long, long, long time from now. Um, because let's face it, the number one reason why there hasn't been any DC Marvel crossovers in comics or amalgam comics, because that was famously, uh, the whole reason why they crossed over in the first place was, was because both comic book companies were going under, they were losing money and they're like, okay, what's the one way to get new readers to jump in on both sides? And, you know, what's going to like get people excited? Well, if they cross over, what if Superman fought the Hulk? What if Batman fought Captain America? Yeah. And there was several different types of crossovers. There was, again, the JLA versus Justice League. Mm-hmm. Then there was Marvel versus DC. And JLA then was... versus Justice League? You mean Avengers? You said, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, the JLA versus Avengers. Sorry, okay. that's what I meant. JLA yeah. versus Avengers. There was DC versus Marvel, and then there was the Amalgam Comics, mm-hmm. um, and then there was like several spinoffs coming out of the Amalgam Comics. So there was a lot of things happening during this time of wanting to, again, get new people to jump in, get a lot of money. Right now, these companies are not clamoring for money. They're not like, oh no, like we need to really push pennies to save money and da da da. No, they are both thriving. I think that with all the plans with James Gunn, they are very much, you know, preparing to make lots of money. Uh, And this article here, James Gunn says that it was all just like, hey, wouldn't it be kind of cool if we did this? Like joking around with Feige. It was all out of pure fun. It was nothing like, hey, when can we sign this contract? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's how I would have took it as well. Like, I mean, you got to remember, Feige was the one that gave James Gunn the job. You know what I mean? Because he was already overseeing Marvel at that point. Granted, he's also probably the guy that fired James Gunn. uh, And DC came in and was all like, we'll hire you. Like, no fucking problem. That's, which, that's very true. Though. You know, which there was that article recently about James Gunn saying the Marvel, like, you know, cast saved his life or whatever, or saved his career, not his life. Because they, like, hung out with him after the news and all that shit. I'm like, DC saved your career, not not <laughs> Marvel. Like, I understand the sentiment, right? Like, yeah. oh, yeah, Zoe, uh, what's her name? What's her last name? Zen- I don't want to say Zendaya. It's totally different. Zoe, uh, I forget her Zeldana. name. Zeldana. Zeldana, there you go. 
um she came over and apparently made james gunn like dinner and they like chatted or whatever the day it happened all that jazz and like everybody kind of just like you know called them up and like was like hey man how you doing like we should get together yada yada so just friends like genuine like looking in on friends and i think that's awesome but let's not pretend like marvel didn't backtrack and give him his uh his fucking shit after dc had already given him a job and yeah. DC gave him the Kings of the Castle. I mean, even now, they're like, we believe in you. Like, we're going to give yeah. you everything. But at the start, he said, they offered me whatever I wanted. Like, if I wanted a Superman movie, Batman movie, whatever, but I wanted the Suicide Squad. That's yeah. what I did. And then I don't, I want to say that he probably already started, I don't know the exact timeline, but was he already filming Suicide Squad and then got his job back at Guardians? Or I believe, I believe he was starting mm-hmm. Suicide Squad not fully into like filming production, but pre-production yeah. when they got him his uh, work with, uh, well, actually. Because no. there was all that stuff about Guardians 3. Like nobody wanted the job. They're like, I'm not taking that over. Like Taika wasn't going to take it over. Like- yeah. So, so I believe what they ended up doing was he had already worked on Suicide Squad mm-hmm. because he was working on, uh, he was working on the production of Peacemaker mm-hmm. while also working on the production of Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what it was. Yeah. So because both teams, um, the people who worked on Guardians worked on Peacemaker and the mm-hmm. people who worked on Peacemaker worked on Guardians. So they yeah. they there was a lot of flip flopping when it came to the uh, crew that worked mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Um, and I think Gunn even said that there was some production team that was working on The Flash that even got to work on Guardians of the Galaxy as well. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. But with this whole, like, Marvel-DC crossover, I saw so many people getting excited about it, and I'm like, why? What If you're a Marvel fan, why would you even want DC anywhere near your stuff? Because they've been shit in the bed. Yes, but, like, again, there's the sentiment of, like, oh, I want them to cross over just so they that the avengers can kick the justice league's ass like you have happen. those you have those <laughs> yeah. people no but you have that that's yeah, the I know, whole I know. reason the feud quote unquote between dc and marvel exists yeah. and what people need to realize one does not exist without the other yeah. like these movies thrive off of each other if marvel if the mcu fails in theaters there's a good chance that a lot of stuff within the the dcu will probably fail as well like yeah. there's this sentiment of here superhero fatigue like i think we've said the genuine test will be guardians of the galaxy because it is something that is universally loved because mm-hmm. it broke the mold and kind of created a new mold for the mcu unfortunately but also it has the head of dc making that movie so we'll see how that goes yeah but it's for for this I would just genuinely love to see it um, just because it's the biggest nerdgasm that ever, like like that nerds have ever wanted. You know, mm-hmm. we we've we've seen plenty of like YouTube animation things that that, you know, uh, the superhero bat or what is it called? Um, superpower superhero beatdown yeah. and superhero fights and all of this stuff uh, on YouTube. But like there has never been a huge budget production on that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the reason is and the reason is is because of who's sharing the profits, who's getting what, like how does marketing work? It's it would get very, very messy 
But I think if by some miracle, I think somebody like a Feige and a James Gunn who have previously worked together and know mm-hmm. each other could very much figure it out. But I don't think it would happen, like I said, in our lifetime. I don't, I mean, unless superhero fatigue is real and like, ev- like let's just say all superhero movies just are only making like 300 million. That's the only time I think that you would be, they would consider it. They'd be like, dude, nobody's breaking 300 million. Like all these films are fucking not, they're barely being profitable. Like yeah. we need something different. I think that's when they would consider it. Um, but I feel like they would just all reboot before that. Like, I would say they all reboot after. You give them the whole shebang and then boom. No, like... no. I think they would try to reboot before they would uh, make that deal. Because they'd be oh, like, maybe people okay, are just tired I see of what these actors. Saying. You know, maybe yeah, we need some okay, fresh I see blood. What you're saying. So I think that's what would happen. I just don't... I wouldn't trust Marvel to handle DC's characters properly after what I've seen them do since Guardians 1. Because we saw Joss Whedon try to make Batman funny. It doesn't work. Like, you can't have Batman be that kind of character. You can't have a lot of the characters be that way. Well, and and I think that's where you play into their strengths in the sense of, like, hey, these are two completely universes. And I think some of the dry humor of Batman, although might be very polarizing to, like, be coincided with Guardians of the Galaxy, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, like, situationally, if you have Batman have that super dry humor and then something happened with guardians, which is actually like kind of funny, but not really. And Batman doesn't react to it. Mm-hmm. I think that within itself might be funny, you know, like that that's like towing the line so it's, bad, but I think it can't, I think it can work situationally. It meaning, can. meaning, I just, I, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say Marvel for me, doesn't have a great track record of that. Like it, they, they rely heavily on physical comedy and I'm just not. That is very that. true. That is very true. Um, which also, I would say, you can't do a crossover where, like, it's uh, like you can't have in Crisis on Infinite Earths and Endgame collide. Like, you can't have everybody in DC mm-hmm. and every in Marvel in one movie. Like, that's just that would not be okay. Yeah. Um, you're you're trying to cram too much at that point. I think uh, it would essentially be like a Infinity War in game situation where it's one movie and then the other. I think that's the only way it works out. I think that you have DC Studios make one movie, Marvel Studios make the other. Um, I think it would kind of be scary in, in the sense of the way that you're thinking. But like Feige does the movie that is heavily influenced with Justice League, and then mm-hmm. DC Studios do the movie that is heavily influenced on Marvel, yeah, and see how it works out. Um, I think that would be kind of cool, but I think you just pick a team of Avengers and a team of Justice League, and then you just figure something out. If they even did the story of JLA uh versus Avengers, which is mm-hmm. like the collector and uh, the collector has a like secret brother who was mm-hmm. actually in the DC universe, and they like played a like multiversal game and had the two worlds collide. Yeah, um, I think that would be very interesting. Um, hmm. But I've never read know. those books, so I can't c- comment on them. The one thing I will say is it's not a fair trade right now. 
all of Marvel's best characters besides Spider-Man are all gone. Everybody from the Avengers is gone pretty much. So like, yes. why would I want to be like, oh, you want our A-list fucking characters and we're going to get your fucking C-list characters? Like, come on now. Like, I'm not, you can argue B. You're not going to tell me everybody that they have right now is a fucking A-list character because they're not. Shang-Chi no, or whatever is not. I would say C at highest. He he is getting up there, though. I think that uh, the movie very much brought him back up in popularity. Um, and they have changed his origins a lot because mm-hmm. he uh, unfortunately was uh, buried in racism. Um, Doesn't surprise with, me. With, with all the stuff and very hardcore uh, stereotypes. Uh, but I I could see... Yeah, I, I could say... B to C list characters, um, freaking uh, 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 Anthony Mackie's uh, Falcon, of course, now being Captain mm-hmm. America, easily a uh, list. Uh, since I would say Secret Wars mm-hmm. two, I think you I think can't remember a, the he's title. He's an A list. I would say he's, B he's at highest. I think he's gotten there. I think he very much totes the line between A and B because. Mm-hmm. I think if they would promote him just a little bit more mm-hmm. um, and not because because the, the big thing is, is, oh, he can be Captain America, but Steve Rogers has to also be Captain America. Yeah. Like he can't be Captain America on his own. He has to have Steve Rogers there mm-hmm. also. And I think that's kind of shit sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I think he could very much be an A-list if they push it. Uh, mm-hmm. But everybody else besides Spider-Man, which currently Marvel doesn't even own movie rights to. Yeah. Um, they they only do it contractually with Sony, uh, which would also be like super messy if they want to add Spider-Man into the mix with that. Yeah. You would have three studios like that would just be a mess. What what if James Gunn went to Sony and was like, hey, we have an idea and we kind of want to, you know, maybe teleport Spider-Man to the DC universe just for one movie or two and could sony i think could technically do that could they not so it's it's funny that you say that instance in particular because within the last six years Mm -hmm. there was a comic where miles morales and uh spider gwen gwen stacy um were jumping through multiverses Mm -hmm. and they jumped they jumped through a portal and they landed on this rooftop and they're like man where are we and it was a skyline and in the back background was the Daily Planet. You just see a red streak across the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's clearly, okay, they're in Metropolis. Yeah. Um, then there was a kid's book with Lockjaw, who is an inhuman, big mm-hmm. dog, teleports, whatever. Um, he was jumping through uh, teleportation uh, holes. And there was one panel where you just saw the feet of two characters flying, that being the boots of Wonder Woman and the boots of Superman, and you saw the lasso of truth mm-hmm. uh, hanging on the waist of Wonder Woman. Uh, they've done this stuff before. Yeah, but they didn't Donny just... Cates open one of the Thor books with all the Justice League? Yes, uh, Donny Cates did allude to a crossover with uh, DC, while also Jeff Johns alluded to a crossover with Marvel at the end of the Watchmen. Uh, 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 oh shit! What was the the Watchmen book that he did? Uh, Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock. Yeah, yeah. He he also uh 
alluded to a crossover with with Marvel there. Like they've really feel I feel like they've wanted to do something. Mm-hmm. But again, it's the people at the head of things that kind of get in their way with like, hey, we have to profit and we have to profit more than them. Yeah. So if they make more money than us, then it's not worth it. Yeah, I think that's ultimately what it gets to. Yeah, I it's crazy that DC had the opportunity to buy Marvel, which was insane. And they're like, no, we're good. But I think it's for the betterment. I Imagine they wouldn't both all these characters wouldn't be as big if they were owned by one entity. Um, I don't think. I don't think so either. I think that the the, the market would be flooded because it's all one company. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Although that means like image and like radiant and all them would probably be bigger. Yeah. So, but who knows? I mean, nobody's ever really been able to beat the big two. Right. So I think uh, Robert Kirkman by himself is probably the biggest person that's come close to just being as mainstream with yeah. what he's done, which is saying something, which is crazy. Um, Cause it seems like everything it's him and teaming up with Seth Rogen, to be honest, like yeah. Seth Rogen's really been pushing his content, like to the stars, um, which is nuts. But anyways, yeah. So the, the whole Marvel DC crossover, I wouldn't be a fan of, but I will say it would be pretty fucking crazy. If at the end of some, you know, whatever Marvel movie you want to pick, you just see Batman show up at, in the end credit scene. That would fucking, people would cream their pants instantly. Like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it would be everywhere, right? Um, that would be nuts. So I would, I would, I would probably be like, that's fucking crazy. But that's something that I would never want to leak. And I would hate it in today's day and age. Yeah. It, okay. So that's the bigger thing, though, right? Mm-hmm. Is like, you could not keep this a secret. No. Even going back to uh I have another podcast star- called Star Wars Alliance. They just recently announced a movie that is going to continue the move the movies with mm-hmm. uh, uh uh oh my gosh, what's the uh Daisy Ray? Ridley. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ray Skywalker, Daisy Ridley. Well, I had said in the recording that we just did yesterday we called this a long time ago, about two years ago, the head of Lucasfilm and her had lunch. Mm-hmm. And both of them said, oh, we're just catching up. Daisy has like some Broadway stuff that she is doing. Mm-hmm. And she's like working on a movie. She was close by. So I wanted to have lunch with her. It was basically the head of Lucasfilm and what she said. And I was like, yeah, no, something's happening. And then yeah. boom, two years later, they announced a movie. Like it would be stuff like that, that, people would just pick apart and like just make assumptions be like oh shit's happening shit's happening and boom we would eventually know before the announcement and that would kind of be a little bit of a bummer yeah i think the only way you can do those things in today's day and age is you have to honestly man i really wish they would get rid of preview screenings but i know that's the way to gauge the audience to see if they like it um I don't but, think you I don't think you do a screening of a DC versus Marvel though. No, like, I don't think you even include the extra credit scenes or anything like that. Like that's the way you can get away with it, right? But the it it's unfortunate that everybody and maybe this is only an American thing because maybe they keep hush hush in like Japan and stuff that are built on respect and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if that's the case. 
But in America, everybody has this like, if I'm the first one to leak it or break it, like I'm going to become famous. And like nobody fucking cares about you after the news. Like you'll never be bigger than the news, especially if you're some random ass Twitter account, right? Like nobody's going to be like, oh yeah, fucking, you know, fuck fart 69 dropped the, you know, the Batman in Marvel news. Like nobody's going to know that. It's just going to be like, oh, can you believe Batman's in Marvel? Like that's crazy. Like, yeah, you know? And so it sucks because you have the Grace Randolphs and, you know, all those people that want to be, you know, popular. And um, it kind of ruins everything, which kind of sucks. Is why I, It's one of the reasons why I, I try not to follow anybody comic book related on Twitter. Because yeah. it's bad enough that the algorithm is shit and I constantly get Snyder stuff all the time still <laughs> with I, with blocking every hashtag. And I just don't want everything spoiled for me. Like, yeah. you know, it's crazy. I am surprised. And it doesn't really matter for this particular show, but I haven't got really spoiled for The, La uh, the Last of Us or the new Game of Thrones show. Like, I haven't been spoiled for those, surprisingly. And I just got a TV in my room, finally, after, like, years of never having one. And I bought a Roku so I could finally catch up on some fucking shows. Um, and so I might be able to finally watch The Last of Us because I didn't want to watch it on my iPad. Uh, so, like, <laughs> uh, that might be fun. But it's just, like, I don't know, man. I, I don't think... I don't know. I, I think uh, something as cool as that would be destroyed by everybody needing to have information now, you know? um I surprisingly the stuff with like hbo and yeah. with uh like even peacemaker mm -hmm. there was a lot of stuff that we did not know about that show yeah like i like there's that last of us uh we there's some stuff in there i'm not gonna spoil it for you mm -hmm. a lot of the audience didn't know and it was still like very very like faithful to the video game made some changes but still a great show. I think you're going to have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I, I, as I've gotten older and away from the comic book stuff as much, uh, I'm just not a fan of the scoopers. <laughs> you know, it's just I've made that very clear. So it'd be kind of annoying with this. This crossover would be so just like in your face for like uh, everything is just that, you know, it'd be tough. But moving on from that, uh, this is news to me, Clay. So you're going to have to let me know this. Uh, a uh, director that turned down a DCU movie. What is this? Yes, so there is a uh, movie coming out, or I can't know, is it a movie or a TV show? Um, it's called Talk to Me. I think mm -hmm. it is a movie. Um, these directors, it's an A twenty four movie. Oh, um, okay, and it is called yes. Yeah, so, uh, there is a trailer already out for it um, and it's called talk to me the directors are twin brothers okay. um, and they claim that they uh turned down a a project for the dcu and specifically they said dcu meaning it would be the new universe and it wasn't something that was pitched to them prior in the dceu mm -hmm. hmm. they didn't give any more information than that these directors I have not heard before, but from what people have said, they have a pretty good track record. Mm -hmm. And for them to be on an A24 film, I think that is, you know, something of merit. And with Gunn going after them to see if they could be in a DCU project, like it makes me be like, huh, maybe I should check out this movie here and see, 
yeah, maybe in the future, after some things have been solidified within the DCU, maybe Gunn will go back to them and be like, hey, look, now we have some things established. I really want you, you know, to helm one of my movies. Maybe they'll come back for it. Yeah. Yeah. A24, is, I feel like, is the studio that's doing interesting movies nowadays, which is nice instead of it's not all blockbuster crap. And it's like movies that are fun, interesting, and also good enough to win Oscars. So uh, very curious to see where that is. But it's also nice that there are directors that, you know, don't want to make superhero movies mm-hmm. um, because I think we need all types of uh, movies out there. Um and I think, you know, sometimes those creative people that are making those really artsy fartsy films, which I absolutely love, maybe that that vision can just not it can it doesn't cross over to superheroes, you know? Um I mean they maybe have, you make oh, something like Joker. That's about it. Yeah. Maybe. They do have a quote here that says, uh, because they did go out and, and visit DC Studios. Um, and said, how did the DC meeting go? Amazing. DC meeting went amazing. They offered us a project, but we decided not to go for it at the moment. We wanted to, yeah, just stick with our original material for the time being. But yeah, we'll see. In the future, you never know. You never know. I'm keen to keep, I'm keen to see what James Gunn does with the universe. I'm excited to see it. So it does sound like, hey, like once James Gunn does like, show off this universe to the world i think a lot more actors or not just actors but directors mm-hmm. will be like hey i want to be a part of that you know so yeah. they might they might come back to it yeah that'll be interesting i mean a24 films again uh really awesome stuff so i'm interested i was just i was i was like wow somebody turned down something that's pretty interesting um but uh moving on to that to another director that hasn't turned down something and has confirmed that they're actually working on something uh jeff mango is his name right because you just have mango here um james uh, Mango. yeah james mango my bad on swamp uh he said something about the swamp thing script now i think i saw this interview uh if you want to talk about it i think it might have been the one i saw yes so he was a part of of course star wars celebration because they Mm -hmm. did announce that he is going to be writing and directing a very biblical epic that is basically the dawn of the jedi basically Mm -hmm. the first jedi to ever exist he's writing that story excuse me and he confirmed here that he is working on that script as well as swamp thing so this has confirmed that he is attached to the film which is very very exciting because he has been wanting to do this for a very long time Mm -hmm. uh so him being able to do this i think is really really cool um it says here it was announced on Friday that Mangold will be directing an upcoming Star Wars movie set 25,000 years in the past in a far, galaxy far, far away. Uh, Collider uh, asked him about the rumors of Swamp Thing, uh, and he said, the truth is I'm writing both right now. And you know what's going uh, and who knows what's going to happen, what's going to blossom first or second. So there's your so there's your thing. I'm doing Swamp Thing. There's your scoop. It's not a rumor. It's happening. I'm putting it online. Uh, so he wanted to get ahead of the like, hey, just like yeah. stop putting things out there. I'll just let you know. Yeah, um, which I think is very, very smart. Um, I think people are going to follow James Gunn's lead in this and being like, because we even saw uh, was it? Oh, who who was it that did was that was interested in Clayface? Oh, uh, that, I don't know that guy. But yeah, he came out and shut it down. Yeah, he, he shut it. Yeah, he was like, hey, this is just speculation. But if something ever happens, I will be the first one to tell you. Like, 
I think this is very smart. It's it's shutting the scoopers down. Mm-hmm. It's shutting down like wild rumor mills within the the online verse and Twitter. Um, and you know, it gives you accurate information for once. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is very exciting. Um, although from what we have seen via James Gunn's announcement, this was the last thing that they talked about. And from what I remember in the video, James Gunn did say that this kind of ties everything up at the mm-hmm. end of uh, this chapter one of gods and monsters. Yeah. Um, so it's, we also it's, said it's like, it's not necessarily tied to the universe. Cause isn't it like Swamp Thing more vertigo or some shit like that? Cause they're kind of doing both care, both it, iterations. So he was more popular in vertigo at one point. Mm-hmm. Of course he has been very much tied to justice league dark yeah and a lot of the magical side of the dc universe so he very much has been prevalent uh since then uh but i i think when i say tie in i i mean more of like tie things up at the end of the chapter of like their first phase or whatever you want to okay yeah yeah Yeah, it'll be interesting to see um but yeah i saw that interview uh i I do like the way he kind of shut them down because like he the way the guy asked the question, he answered it in a way that gave nothing away. And he was like, ah, he was like, I know how you guys work. He's like, I know you're fucking fishing for something. And yeah. uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I wish there was more people like that. But, you know, it is again, it's the dawn of the scoopers, the this many, many bad ones. Uh, moving on from that, the biggest news, I think, of of this last week or so was this just happened yesterday, if I'm not if I'm remembering correctly. The Creature Commandos cast revealed, and it's got some yes. names. Like, it has some pretty big names. I, I really like the cast so far. Um, going back to it right now, actually. Um, the biggest one, I think, for a lot of people will be the fact that uh, 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 freaking, what's his name? Uh, Harbor. Harbor, yeah. Is going to be Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, I think that is really cool. Um, I'm a little worried at people like making, I guess not, not comparisons, but also comparisons of like, okay, he just did Hellboy. Now he's doing Frankenstein. Like, is he just going to be like the monster yeah. dude now? Or like, well, he also did Marvel too. So, well, yeah, he, he yeah. was, he was in black widow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he's also going to be in the Thunderbolts also. Yeah. Um, but just like with movies outside of Marvel, him being uh, just a guy caked with aesthetics and and, yeah. and VFX work on him and stuff like that. Um, is he going to be the new Ron Perlman, basically? Because uh, uh, Ron Perlman did a lot of stuff with with VFX work and makeup mm-hmm. and, and stuff. Uh, and of course, as he's gotten older, he's kind of gotten out of that. But I really like this casting. Um, I really love uh, Indira Verma. Uh, mm-hmm. He, uh, she was in uh, Obi Wan Kenobi on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is playing uh, the Bride of Frankenstein. I think that is a wonderful casting. Absolutely love that. The worst kept secret ever is uh, Frank uh, Grio, yeah. the one that we've been already talking about, being Rick Flag Senior. And uh, we have, uh, of course, Sean Gunn playing two roles. Yeah, in this uh, animated series. Being GI robot and weasel, yeah. I'm assuming both uh, CGI'd characters, most likely. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if uh, James Gunn's like, dude, you're gonna get food and that's it. Like, I'm not paying you double. <laughs> like, I'll, get, I'll buy your meals. Um, but yeah, so pretty insane cast. I don't know if that was everybody. There was like Doctor Phosphorus and some other people. Uh, yeah, right, Doctor well. Phosphorus is gonna be Alan Tudyk. Of course, yeah. he was on Doom Patrol. He's done a lot of voices for Disney. Um, uh, famously from uh, the show Firefly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he's he's going to be Dr. Phosphorus. Uh, and I believe there was two more actresses um, that I can't remember their names. And for some reason, they aren't on this article uh, mm-hmm. that I have pulled up. But uh, they are the remaining two characters uh, that are on the roster for okay. uh, for the creature commandos. Um, but yeah, um and it was just random. Like there's, I, again, there's a reason for it. There was a WB media call mm-hmm. um, kind of announcing a whole bunch of stuff. They uh, will talk about later. They revealed the new name of the streaming service being Max, which I think is absolutely stupid. Yeah, it is. That's like the been running joke. I saw somebody do the Mad Max ending when he tells Furiosa his name. They were like, Mad Max, <laughs> like HBO went ahead and just did this like right now. Uh, yeah, it's an idiotic name, but HBO has a track record for terrible names. Mm-hmm. So um, I just think it's a bit jarring right now because everybody knows it has HBO Max. But I think in a year from now, people won't even remember. They'll just be like, yeah, hey, it's Max. Or they'll keep calling it HBO Max. Like, yeah, that's what it is. But it is going to have the Discovery shows now. So, like, I mean, it makes sense to change. I just think Max is a dumb name. Like, they could have went with something else. I honestly, and I guess we can kind of, like, is this the next uh topic because we do have it as a topic just to kind of uh and we can go into the up. news and we'll jump back to the big rumor apparently i I never heard of this rumor so um, oh yeah, yeah 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 so let's just talk about the this news i mean the name change as well i think we kind of just covered it i think it's idiotic it's dumb yeah so but what it, what happened with all this hbo media call news so uh the big thing is like i genuinely think that zaslov changed the name mm-hmm. due to ego like he didn't help build HBO Max, so he mm-hmm. he wants nothing to do with HBO. He helped build Discovery and Discovery Plus. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I'm just gonna get rid of HBO, which I 100% believe that the uh, the word recognition is going to like the word recognition with the HBO Max definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Getting rid of it is is not gonna get more subscribers to Max. It's just yeah. not um because people are like well what is it it was hbo max well why didn't you just like why is it called hbo or why is it called max if it's hbo max like Mm -hmm. people are gonna get just get like super confused about it um but the the big thing here with the the reveal they revealed a whole bunch of new shows that are going to be streaming on there they announced the fact that uh shazam 2 fury of the gods is going to be streaming uh at the like middle of may on max Mm mm-hmm like I can't even remember. There's like a the slogan for Max now. I I don't know what it is. Uh, the one to watch. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a bad slogan. Uh, but there is like different tiers now. As far as like uh, they have I think three tiers. Uh, nine ninety nine, fifteen ninety nine, and nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Um, there is uh the nine ninety nine with ads, the fifteen ninety nines ad free, and then the ultimate ad free is nineteen ninety nine. What's the difference? What is the ultimate ad free? Like, so, what does that mean? 
so ad free 15.99 is hd ultimate ad free is 4k um and the ad the regular ad free 15.99 allows you to be on two devices well while the uh, the twenty dollars, the nineteen ninety nine four K subscription gets four devices. Ooh, I wonder which one I get for free. I My believe... bill shows the fifteen dollar one. Well, that's the thing. Currently, through AT and T, um, they have because AT and T at one point owned all mm-hmm. of this stuff. Um, th- everybody had the fifteen ninety nine. Yeah. There is large speculation that later on, um, after Max is released, that the grandfather clause with AT&T will be null and void, and people will start having to pay. Mm. If that is the case, I may not start paying for Max until more content that I normally watch come up. Like... It may be on a like month by month basis on which like, okay, this was announced. Okay, I'm not going to start paying for it until that starts. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they keep because like, here's the thing. If you go and look at Verizon and all the other like 18, like uh, T-Mobile and all that jazz, everyone offers a free streaming service. I think Verizon is Netflix and Hulu is T-Mobile, maybe. Uh, I believe you have the switch. I believe T-Mobile is netflix verizon i actually think is disney plus um and then disney plus and hulu are uh basically uh, under the same umbrella with disney mm, okay. uh so i think that's how you share that um but well, actually you get hulu for free if you have spotify oh well there you go yeah, yeah. so but i i made the same argument with the fact that there's so many other services that partner yeah with streaming services um that it would only make sense for wb and now max to keep their partnership with at&t yeah um and i i saw that somebody said that the only way that they can do that is if the uh if the deal is with like a monthly fee on a new phone mm-hmm. like so that way they can keep revenue coming their yeah. way Rather than just being like, hey, if you buy this phone outright, you get also uh, a free subscription to Max. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they do it. Because I did look up this when I heard about the change. Because I've been expecting to lose it. But then I was just like, wait a minute. I They stopped doing the free um, HBO Max thing back in June of last year. I've been paying for Max? No. No. Your grandfathered in if you did that before. Oh, okay. I was like, but they the haven't hell? been giving it free for for anybody like since last year. So I don't know if it'll just continue to that. Like if your Apple just updated and it's like Max. So um, that could be a possibility. But I mean, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I know, I know a lot of the things that got announced were like Harry Potter, which of course that's a lot of drama already with people. I mm-hmm. don't give a shit. I don't. I'm not gonna judge you off of you watching fucking Harry Potter. Like I don't take assumptions of that. TikTok like, is going absolutely crazy with it, dude. It's hilarious. Dude, I have not been on that app in so long. <laughs> like I, I have it literally on my bookmarks. I never click on it. I haven't signed on to my app. I get emails every once in a while because it's like 
hey, Juice Box, you know what you're doing on TikTok? You got one new follower. I'm like, stop patronizing me, you bitch. Like, <laughs> I haven't been posting anything on that channel. Like, I don't know. I just don't use it anymore. Now that like, YouTube has shorts, I'm just like, uh, I just, I go to shorts all the time. Like, um, it's just grand. I, I don't know. I just don't use TikTok anymore. It's so toxic, man. I already have Twitter. Twitter's bad enough. I'll get my toxicity, my daily toxicity from Twitter. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know the Harry Potter show got announced. They announced uh, some other big you, stuff. you you were like, oh, Clay missed the the most yeah, important yeah. one being the Big Bang Theory thing. Yeah, like I have not finished the Big Bang Theory mm-hmm. to be completely honest. Um, but I know a lot of people who are super excited about this. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to know what it's about. Did they did they announce? No, what they just the, said it's, it's going to be following. Okay. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything if you don't mind. I mean, no, no I, I okay. I mean, so, it's an old, it's an old show now. Like, I don't yeah. know how many years have. Has so, passed. if they wanted to, they could continue the show because I'm not gonna say who, but like certain characters have kids. So you know, they could do the kids going forward if they wanted to, because they could be baby geniuses. Yeah. You know, if they want to do that. Um, they could spin off from just one of the couples and yeah. do like that whole thing if they want to. Um, so yeah, there could be a whole spin-off. I mean, you could do a spin-off of just Sheldon and and Amy, or you could do a spin-off of, you know, um Leonard and and Penny. Like you could do anything. I think you could. I think it would be better to see how they act with kids. I think would be funny, like, you know, because they're big kids themselves, at least the guys are. Yeah. So, like, it would be interesting, like, them getting their kids into comics or getting their kids into science and shit and, you know, shenanigans. Like, the old school 90s shows, like, with Steve Urkel, like, I, I miss that kind of shit, where sitcoms were just ridiculous. Family Matters was one of the best things because he would, like, transform into Bruce Lee and shit because he had his DNA with that <laughs> weird magic machine, you know? Like, I thought that kind of shit was cool. Probably nowadays might seem a little racist. If you go back and do it, because oh, I think you know, so, yeah, you yeah. Know? But like, I think a lot of that shit was funny though back in the day. Like, not the not that part, but just like being able to transform and do wacky stuff. He made a teleporter in that show, and they teleported to Paris at one point. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, I love stupid shit like that, and I think Big Bang Theory could become that wacky if they wanted to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. We had the information about it got released, right? Like the mm-hmm. prequel for it. Unfortunately, I I heard that it's not going to have the original actor, which obviously not the original actor from it. Yeah, but not like, Tim, not Tim yeah. Curry, but Skarsgård from yeah, the Skarsgård. I heard is not coming back for that. So that kind of sucks because Skarsgård did the eye stuff himself. Like it wasn't yeah. CGI. I guess they could CGI it if they wanted with this new actor. But I thought that was really awesome. I heard he's not coming back. We got the Penguin trailer, which let's talk about that real quick. Because that, I don't know if to you, if that just didn't feel like the Batman, it felt like a fucking Soprano show. The tone definitely has a weird shift. Yes. Um, it, it definitely feels more Sopranos, more uh, gangster type yeah. feeling. Now, again that's what it's supposed to be due Mm -hmm. to the fact that that's what they wanted, but it does feel very separated from the Batman Mm -hmm. Um, to the point. If the Batman showed up 
I'd be like, why are you showing up in this show? Like, yeah, it, it's not a DC show. Like at this yeah. point, you know, um, I just felt he acted different too. And again, I think that is valid because he's going to gain more confidence after what had happened yeah. in the movie, you know? Yeah. Um, I definitely think that he needs to be knocked down a peg or two mm-hmm. um, when it comes to the actual universe of the Batman. Um, but I'm okay with his character evolving in this way because there's yeah. even a moment in the trailer where like he like starts to freak out and because like you see I can't remember her name but she has a couple of her goons like pull him back and like is about to mm-hmm. stab him in the chest or whatever he's like whoa 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 um so there's there's going to be tension there's going to be I feel like moments that do make him seem weak but yeah. then he'll overcome it he'll be the the badass on top or whatever um we didn't see Clancy Brown at all in this trailer mm-hmm. um we didn't you know cuz he's playing I believe Maroney is is what we had uh, talked about uh, several episodes ago. Um, Who else did we see in this trailer? Uh, The first uh, look at what's her name as uh, uh, Sophia. Yeah. uh, Falcone. Yeah. Uh, She looked right here. Um, But yeah, I think the biggest thing to take away from this trailer is that the tone has definitely shifted. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, to be its own thing, I think could be cool, but knowing that it's a part of the Batman feels a little odd. And I just want to point out, this is something we've been harping on since we saw the fucking movie, that if you're going to try to go supernatural and bring in Mr. Freeze or Clayface, the tone would be too different. This is a character in the universe, and it already feels different. Yeah. And you want to bring in the fantastical? Doesn't work. This is why you got to think about things ahead of time. But uh, general audience doesn't understand that. They're just like, no, you could do it and you could do this. I'm like, you could do a lot of things. It doesn't mean it's going to be good. Like, yeah. um, but, you know, I will definitely watch the show. It looks cool. I will say kind of weird seeing Penguin, like, just walk down an alley shooting people with an Uzi. That seems really weird to me. What I think is even more funny is the fact that the, uh, like, very, very beginning we see um in production and yeah. like we see people with the camera like yeah. following colin farrell and then like there's a moment where the the scene that you're talking about where he grabs the uzi and is like shooting uh the cars like before you actually see the like edited like almost final production shot yeah. right before that we see the cameras and the mics like following him doing it yeah. and i'm just like this is a very odd choice to put in a trailer yeah like what are you doing um well, they did that for the first trailer of the Batman, though, because no, it was no, during no. COVID. No, because the first trailer of the Batman, Matt Reeves said, hey, we're only 25 percent done with filming, mm-hmm. but we did put something together and it looked nearly complete like that. I'm pretty sure I thought that's that was like a featurette type of thing. No, 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 no. They didn't do a featurette. The featurette, go back and look. the featurette came after or either before or after the second trailer um, before the movie released. Mm. I don't know. I, I'm, I might be getting confused with Suicide Squad, but I could have swore they showed some behind the scenes in that first trailer. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, Penguin just seems very different tonally wise, but I mean, it still looks good. Um, yeah. But it did it did give Soprano vibes when I was like, that doesn't feel like the Batman. Like, it mm-hmm. just doesn't. 
also it looks a little bit brighter than the Batman was fucking dark as fuck. Also, yeah. I didn't think I don't think I saw any rain in that one where the Batman was all fucking <laughs> rainy. Also, Penguin walked at a normal speed, which was weird. That doesn't happen in the Batman. There was one scene where he was limping, but yeah, mm-hmm. everywhere else he was walking kind of normally. Yeah, um, and I think those are some of the major things. I know something else got announced, like maybe some, I don't know if it's some animations or some other stuff definitely uh, got announced. The that. Tiny Toons are coming back. Yeah, so. I didn't see that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like there was, I know Harry Potter, It, obviously Big Bang Theory, a lot of but those are the kind of the bigger names. But, oh, there's like a Game of Thrones prequel that they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, I'm, another go. So it's crazy because Game of Thrones is getting another spinoff, but they have not done anything with the Jon Snow spinoff that was like yeah. confirmed to be in the works like two years ago so that yeah. is like just like that's gonna be end. a very slow burn because I, they're only doing that to correct everything that happened at the end of season eight um and that's unfortunate but yeah I don't know what they're gonna do there I yeah it'll be very interesting to see where they go but I think people would be hyped for it yeah. you know so we'll see what happens I there is still not been a show like Game of Thrones that I think people watched collectively as like a society (laughs) because that was (laughs) going to comic-con every year and having people so hyped about game of thrones was crazy um it was awesome though but uh yeah so we talked about the prices we talked about the name change we talked about the news and the penguin trailer um before we get onto this rumor uh, let's knock out this stupid gotham knights clickbait headlines before <laughs> now i don't know if this is something else you've seen or if this is just spinning out from the Raphael conversation yes that's that's what it's spinning off of. okay because the big thing here is uh cbr put out an article claiming that gotham knights is one of the top streaming shows on hbo max yeah and and I wanted to talk to you about this because I know we have talked about clickbait articles before and we are we we know not to click on them. I didn't mm. click on this, but I made the assumption. I said, you know what it probably is? It's probably the fact that it's in a different country, that it's a different region. Yeah. And Raphael did say, "Oh, well, I think you're right because then he sent me a screenshot of gotham knights actually being on hbo max because i had said when the article was shared in discord it's like gotham gotham knights isn't even on hbo max like why are people saying this i think you can't make that claim if it is not a show that is everywhere yeah you need to specify hey gotham knights is streaming number one in such and such yeah I agree. I agree. It, it's falsified information or whatever, or you're, you're twisting the words to make it be what you want. Yeah. And CBR is very much into that. Uh, I shared something recently in the discord that was a CBR article. And if you're curious, uh, if anybody that's maybe you're a new listener and you're like, well, then why do y'all fucking go to that website? I go to CBR because it's the general audience website. I go to check to what, whatever CBR is preaching is more than likely what the general audience is believing so that's why i go to it um and then we call it out on this podcast just to let people know like no that's a clickbait article or no that doesn't happen or whatever um or hey this is what the general audience thinks and we reference cbr cbr recently wrote uh, an article about how chip sadarsky the current batman writer (laughs) gave an origin (laughs) for batman's white eyes 
which I think is the most idiotic, fucking stupid idea. And I and the thing is, is I wouldn't put it past Chip to try to give an origin because that was one of the dumbest things I've ever read in a Batman comic. Yeah. And then he scared Superman away like a scaredy cat. Like, I don't, I, like, when I saw that happen, I was like, when has Batman ever, like, practiced doing, I mean, I understand he's practiced doing a voice, I guess, but, like, when has everybody ever shown that and he's done it in a comic book? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah he's talked about, like, oh, I've changed my voice, or he's, we know he's a master of disguise and all that kind of shit. But the way Chip showed it there was terrible. And then the, the rolling the eyes back, is and CBR is making it seem like, oh yeah, you know, every time when you watch Batman the animated series or Batman's in the shadows and he does the wide eyes, that's what he's doing. And I'm like, no, no, he's fucking not. You're telling me Batman walks around with his fucking eyes rolling in the back of his head like the Undertaker? That's the fucking most idiotic dumb thing I've ever seen. And um, so yeah, they were trying to say Chip Zdarsky gave gave batman's wide eyes an origin which is idiotic in my opinion so yeah. it's why i shit on cbr and i don't think they have the greatest takes but yeah the clickbait title of that you know clay you you have done uh reviews for websites and have mentioned how they're not always truthful or they they try to nudge suggestions at you Stuff like this, uh, promoting Gotham Knights, wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't surprise me if these are like under the table type of like, hey, you know, can you save, uh, you know, say something good about our stuff? Because a lot of websites, unfortunately, will cater to the positive of even things they might not like for for the sake of sponsorships or the audience, right? Like they they will be like, oh yeah, this was a great thing because yada yada yada. It's why there's so many Snyder Colt articles all the time, right? Because the Snyder Snyder Bros will the, will read them, and people that hate Snyder will also read them because I do it, and so they cater to it. And so like, um, I mean, Fox News, CNN, they do the same kind of shit, right? Like they cater to an audience, and so uh, I just think it's it's kind of bullshit. But Gotham Knights, I don't know. I, it looks awful to me. I won't watch it. So I, I can't sit here and be like, yeah, it's 100% an awful show. I can just say it looks awful from what I've seen. Yeah. But, you know, the, maybe the general audience loves it, man. See, I mean, the CW is able to continue for 20 million years without making any profit because of something. So, like, yeah, yeah. Someone's watching. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So there's that. Um, clickbaity titles, you know, do your research, ladies and gentlemen, and watch. Watch the shows and judge for yourself. I'll say that. Um, but moving on from the last, with moving on to the last bit of information we got today, I haven't heard about this, Clay, but you have written here rumor Andy Muschietti, uh, the director of The Flash, aka The It, uh, directing Brave and the Bold. What is this? Where is this yes. coming from? So this is coming from, of course, I would say the, the whole reason why I threw out rumor mm -hmm. in the topics is that this is coming out of uh, DCEU leaks, which I think they Ooh. need to change the yeah. Reddit post to DCU leaks. Yeah. Um, this has uh, verified, unverified, and somewhat verified sources and scoops here. So I want to go ahead and throw these out there. Mm -hmm. um, the, the one that they're saying is verified, again, grain of salt, is saying that Andy Muschietti is in fact 
directing the uh, the brave and the bold. Now we have said with what we have seen from the trailer yeah. and the things that we have heard with or, or witnessed even with Moose Giddy working with ensemble casts with of course it now with uh the flash mm -hmm. that would it would totally make sense if this was actually a thing yeah um to then work with the whole bat family because that mm -hmm. has been confirmed that brave and the bold will be the introduction to the bat family it would make sense i would totally be okay with this now do i trust this again green assault it has been put out there. Gunn hasn't mm. said anything about it yet, though. That's yeah. the thing. And uh -huh. usually Gunn does down. shoot down uh, things that have not been uh, confirmed or, 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 you know, just he shoots down things that aren't true. Mm -hmm. Now, something that I did just notice um, right above the Andy Muschietti news uh, on this verified, quote unquote, verified sources, um, it says the authority is now locked in a director following previous talks with Matthew Vaughn. Oh, kick-ass, huh? Kick-ass, uh, Kingsman, um, X-Men First Class. Like, this yeah, I'm is... I'm trying to remember that one. You don't like First Class? That's okay. That's the one where he gets shot at the end, right? Yeah. He loses his legs. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, everybody makes it seem like it's fucking amazing. And I'm like, it's it's <laughs> good, but like, I don't know. I don't think it's great. I still, dude, if you're not going to give me the fucking costumes, fuck off. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I'm just, yeah, I, I sure. hate it. I the uh, For anybody that's like, oh man, why is Drew so hostile to those movies? I love the fucking X-Men. I never gave a shit about Marvel. I, I like Spider-Man because I, I grew up on Spider-Man. Spider-Man's cool. But the X-Men are my shit. It's why I don't give a fuck about the Avengers and all this other stuff. And I'm like, dude, I wish they would touch X-Men. I said, after Endgame, I'm done with Marvel until the X-Men come back. And oh my God, have they been dragging their ass to bring them back. And they're just taking forever. So I will enjoy Marvel again when the X-Men come back. Unless they're not doing costumes and they don't touch on the political shit. If Disney avoids the political minority shitting on the X-Men all the time arc or just like storylines, fuck them. They're just changing it. That is the X-Men. Uh, so like, we'll see what happens. But X-Men first class, that's all right. So, um, but Matthew Vaughn, pretty legit director. So I would be down for that. And especially if the authority is supposed to be like, you know, grittier, more fucked up, a la The Boys. As I love how everybody references The Boys now, but they never reference something like Kingsman or Kick-Ass, which was yeah. also way hyper-violent before The Boys even came out. Yeah. So uh, Matthew Vaughn would be fantastic. Both of those shouts, even Andy Muschietti for Brave and the Bold, we've seen how he works with kids. And if you're going to have Robin, that is going to be a kid. I think that's really good. Like he has shown that he knows how to work with children and ensemble cast, like you said. I would yes, please both of those directors immediately for those. So, yeah, I I would be a hundred percent on board with uh, Vaughn on the authority. Yeah. Um, especially when we've heard that it's quite possibly going to be like very like nineties inspired, possibly in the in the past moving forward. Mm -hmm. Um, and with the ultra violence that Vaughn usually loves to put out there. Yeah. It that's going to be crazy. Yeah. I I would absolutely love it for sure. 
And those are both confirmed according to DC leaks. Yes. Uh, As far as everything else on here, there are some tidbits. Uh, It actually says somewhat verified goes into creature commandos and then has like a whole episode one, like breakdown. Oh, Uh, so I'm not going to read that. I think creature commandos being the first iteration of the DCU. I do want to like witness it for myself. Yeah. So I'm not going to read any specifics here, but it does say uh, uh, there are casting rumors for Booster Gold. Um, It says uh, that Aaron Paul has been in talks for the series for Booster Gold. Yeah, that's a that's a weird casting. Like that is a weird casting. Like compared, like granted, <laughs> I'm not a fan of Chris. Uh, oh my god, Pratt. Yes, I was gonna say Paul. Um, Chris Pratt. Right now, I mean, he's not he's not my favorite actor anymore, or not like he ever was. But I liked him in Guardians. Uh, but everybody's like, oh, Booster Gold, Booster Gold, right? More than likely, right? Because there's all the rumors of him saying, like, yeah, yeah, I'll work with James Gunn if he's got something for me. And so a lot of people automatically are going to Booster Gold, and I'm like, uh. But Chris Pratt versus Aaron Paul, if you had a gun to my head, I'm going Chris Pratt for Booster Gold. Like, yeah, that is like super weird yeah. to have like that's freaking correct me if I'm wrong, that's breaking bad, right? Yeah, like that, yeah, that's that, yeah, bitch, science, yeah. bitch. Like that is so weird for boot. Like, no, well, that is although, way out there. Although, if you want butts in seats. You make Booster Gold Aaron Paul and you make fucking uh, Blue Beetle. Uh, like Ted Cord? He- no, yeah, Ted Cord Heisenberg, you know? You right, do that. Jesus yeah. Christ. Because people would, they'd be like, oh shit. Actually, hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, who's playing the villain in uh, uh, Blue Beetle again? Uh, Ted Cord's sister, Susan Sarandon. I think okay. A- yeah, the the age range mm-hmm. for, for her in. Uh, Cranston, do they do make sense to yeah. be brother and sister? That would be wild, dude. If you <laughs> hired them for Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, like oh. I would. If you're gonna give me that duo, I'd be down. I'm not gonna lie, because you know what? People can surprise you in their acting skills. So, um, although I haven't really seen Aaron Paul in much since then, I know he did that wannabe Fast and the Furious movie, Drive or Driver or some shit. And then um, I think he was on Westworld was his other show that he's been on. But yeah, I don't know. I That would be that would be the most random fucking cat. No, he he did have his own spinoff movie from Breaking yeah, I never Bad, saw that, uh, yeah. Camaro. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, I finally sat down and watched every season of Breaking Bad. And then the day bef- I finished Breaking Bad the day before. Mm-hmm. uh camaro went out to theaters because they did have like uh like a special event where it was going to be in oh, theaters okay. before netflix so like it literally i finished breaking bad and then this one so many years later is supposed to be immediately after it's yeah. supposed to be basically the day after it happens um it totally makes sense and it it was a i thought it was pretty good i i mm-hmm. think if you're a fan of the show definitely go watch it but man aaron paul for booster gold yeah that's a wild casting yeah it's so weird um but that's what unofficial or not that's un yeah that's unverified yeah um as far as all of this other stuff goes 
Interesting. I honestly didn't hear anything about Brave and the Bold, but I would take both of those directors like instantly. You know, now that I think about it, now that I've seen the Barbie trailer, give me Greta Gerwig on a Plastic Man movie. Yeah. Like yeah. after that trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, you want to go watch Barbie? I'm down to go watch Barbie. I do. I would totally go see it. Yeah. 100%. I'm down to go watch Barbie. Um, so like that just looks like it's going to be it's so colorful. Like what we see so many dark movies nowadays, like it's so nice to see like an editor actually know what color is because I swear to God, the superhero movies are getting darker by the day. Yeah. Especially Marvel. Like what is going on with the color grading in Marvel recently? It's like, they're like, Oh yeah. We've been talking to this guy named Zack Snyder. Like, (laughs) um, got some good ideas on colors, but yeah. So I I'm down for it, man. I, I would be excited for that. But do you think you think Muschietti, like, are they just backing up the truck to him? Or do you think he wants to because dude, that's a lot because you know he'd probably do flat the next flash sequel. So he's gonna be yeah. just like living in superhero genre. Cause also, can you look up if he is going to be a part of the the it thing? Because um, I am curious if he's i would assume he's going to be an executive producer but i heard i don't know if i heard that he said that there's like 10 hours of footage that they haven't used or if he'd be down to do like a 10-hour series on hbo about it so i don't know if he's directing the prequel okay so back in february of this year Mm -hmm. HBO Max orders it prequel series and a Muschietti to direct multiple episodes. Oh, okay. So, yeah. He'll probably be like the James Gunn type thing where he'll probably write them or be like producer on most so, of them. I was going to say, he may not be like the showrunner. Yeah. But he will be the one to heavily influence the way the, mo- the, the series goes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm down with that. As long as the person that is tied to it. And I think that is the one series that a prequel makes sense. Because yeah. it is every 27 years. So I'm curious. But I hope that they go back to like the origin origin. Like how like, I mean, I believe everybody knows that it's like an alien, right? So um, I hope like the first landing, you know, and it's like fucking 1865 or some shit. Like that would be really cool. Like where we're, we're talking about like horse and buggy and type shit. Like, and yeah. the kids are just disappearing. Like I'd, I'd be down with that. I hope that's where they're thinking about going. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm down with it. But, Clay, you told me there's some breaking news, man. Yes, breaking news indeed. Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League just posted this on Twitter. says Suicide uh, Squad Kills the Justice League will now launch February 2nd, 2024. That's crazy. We have made the tough but necessary decision to take the time needed to work on getting the game to be the best quality experience for players. Thank you to our amazing community for something just popped up. There we go. For the continued support, patience and understanding. There is so much more to share in the months ahead, and we look forward to seeing you in Metropolis next year. Man, just release the game and get it over with. I mean, what else can you do besides polish the game? Yeah. Like, you can't change the story. You can't change the mechanics. Like, even though they're going to be delayed a whole year, how much could you change? Like, honestly. You cannot change the main aspect of the game, 
which is what everybody absolutely hates right now. Yeah. Um. So like, I think this more so goes into what people were speculating because there was like at a time they were like, oh, we're we're going to like right after they did the the state of play, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, actually, we're we're gonna delay it a little bit longer, and people were like, oh shit, things are gonna happen. They're like, no, it's not to like change the entire fundamental uh parts of the game it's just to polish it and whatever now they're deciding to say it again to move it like almost a year out yeah like i guess 10 months i i don't know what you're doing like at this point because of the bad reaction to it like Mm. you call it a wash like you're like okay let's 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 just put this out there we can have the game go on for as long as you know it probably will probably a year or two call mm-hmm. it a dead game and then move on to the next project yeah man i mean that's uh I, I just don't see what you can change like in a year i feel like this game's probably been in development for what like five years now yeah. so i mean you can't change the fundamentals I, like you just be building a whole new game i feel like because everybody thought the fortniteness of it is really bad and it doesn't feel like the old Arkham games. So I don't, I, I think you just rip the bandaid off and you fucking, you know, you don't do it or you just release it and just like, all right, you know, if somebody buys it. That's cool. If they don't, well, well, tax write off. That's what we do anyways. So, yep. uh, yeah, I think that's kind of sucks for them, but what can you do? Right. That is it. If I'm not mistaken, I think we got through all of the news, um, um for I this week. believe so. Yeah. Yeah, so let's move on to listener questions, which we only have two in Discord, and then we have a bunch on YouTube. So let's knock out these Discord ones first. Uh, From The Ponderer, all right, so my question is, would you be okay if Matt Reeves makes his own version of Mr. Freeze? Like, without the freeze gun, uh, freeze gun Landon, Landon all? Landall? I don't, I don't know what he's trying to say there. But keep the name, storyline, etc. Kind of like Riddler, because it felt more like Zodiac Killer than Riddler. We recognize. Um, no. Oh, I, I, I think he means freeze gun and all. So, like, uh, get rid of, get rid of yeah. everything that you know yeah. of as Mr. Freeze. Kind of like how we, know, we knew the Riddler as a dude in green, yeah. usually a hat of some kind, a cane. You know, like, when you think the Riddler, you don't think of matt reeves the batman riddler right so the same way in thinking mr freeze but no freeze gun no glass tube over his head Mm -hmm. no ice suit like at that point it's not mr freeze yeah i I don't care i mean if you're asking my honest opinion now that i know we're getting the dcu i do not give a shit about the batman universe i just don't i'll watch it because for the podcast am i excited i'd be lying if i said i was um i'm hoping the penguin changes my mind like i'm genuinely hoping that because like i am a man that is open to change i've done it my whole life like i'm not somebody that's set in my ways you know on certain things i am but like for the most part i could change my mind you can if something is good enough i am not that asshole that's me like i don't like it you know i'm not that person that likes to hate everything i'm not young like well come on who am i um but like my thing (laughs) is is I, I hope it's good, but at the moment, if you're going to give me what you gave me with... I didn't think the Riddler was a compelling character. I'm sorry. I thought he sucked. I don't think he was anything special, and people are like, oh, he was an amazing murderer type guy. I'm like, no. I don't think he was. I thought he was very bland and boring. And 
I have seen so many people think that movie is boring, which is crazy. Uh, I, I thought I was in the minority, but it seems like I'm not in the majority, but I think there's half people. I think half people like that movie and half people hate that movie. Like, because I constantly hear it's boring from other people. And I'm surprised. Yeah. But uh, no, I wouldn't care because you're just the icebox killer or the ice uh, whatever killer from Dexter at that point. You know, how would you get the name Mr. Freeze if you don't have anything that Mr. Freeze did? Are you an ice cream man? You, you put he, people's bodies in freezers? I was going to say he just uses a freezer for for his killings. Yeah, that's lame. Like, what's the point of that? That could be any the, the, killer in Gotham. Exactly. The significance of the name Mr. Freeze is yeah. not significant at that point because yeah. it's something that multiple people have done. I'm telling you right now. If they use Mr. Freeze, he's going to use nitrous, nitrous oxide to kill his people. He's yeah. going to he's going to freeze them, which I also I think you need like a crazy, crazy concentration to actually do that. I feel like people have tested that before and it's not real. I could be wrong. Science nerds in the comments. Let me know. Um, but yeah, I think it's just kind of. Um, yeah, I think it would be dumb. Uh, next up, we got Arwitz. If you were to give Batman a Sinister Six, who would they be? Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Clay. But I think Batman already kind of has his own Sinister Six and not his rogues gallery. But isn't there the secret six that is kind of tied to Batman, essentially? Yes and no. Um, mainly it's tied to Batman for the fact that a lot of the characters are Batman villains. Um, but again, let's go to the trusty Batman villains list here. Yeah. Um, even not looking at that, you look at his most like played with villains mm -hmm. you have two-face you have riddler you have penguin you have joker yeah you have uh Clayface. but here's the thing from my understanding can, tell me the sinister six of spider-man because i think i know like most of them so it's mysterio right you have you have mysterio mm -hmm. you craven? have craven you have scorpion uh, uh electro well hold mm -hmm. on hold on because the Sinister Sticks, I will be completely honest with you, it can actually change. And it has okay. changed multiple times. From my um, understanding, I remember Craven, Scorpion, um, uh, fucking Electro, uh, fucking uh, the Falcon guy. What's his name? Uh, that Michael Keaton played. I think he was uh, part of Vulture. it. Yeah. Vulture. Um, and fuck, I forgot who else. So, here it is. So it's Mysterio. Craven, Electro, mm -hmm. Sandman, oh. Doc Ock, oh, okay. and Vulture. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because Weird. if you if you if you remember mm -hmm. in the uh, Spider Man PS4 game, mm -hmm. all of these characters are introduced other than Craven yeah. and Mysterio, I think, and those were replaced by uh, Scorpion and Rhino yeah that makes sense yeah. yeah okay um so as you notice there the most popular villains are not in the sinister six and i would say i i personally think the most popular villains for spider-man are venom and carnage so i would say carnage green goblin yeah green goblin i guess yeah you could say that up there but i would consider joker like carnage right like that's joker you know? Okay. Okay. So, so he wouldn't be in Sinister Six. Um, who would you say is the Venom? Bane, maybe. 
Uh, Bane's fucked him up a few times. Um, you know, uh, I don't know if he's as big though. Who is the se- if when if you think Batman, who is his second worst villain? Because you know the Joker is a, a like light years above everybody else. Batman's second worst villain. That's very. It, we've never done this before. No, it's not the Court of Owls for anybody that's thinking that right now. No, fuck no. Yourself. Um, it's not Hush, uh, even though I love Hush. It's not Clayface, that... even though I love Clayface. From sheer popularity of general audience, I would have to say it's probably Two Face, Penguin, or Riddler, because they're the so, only ones that get used a lot in films. So they they call these the central rogues galleries. Okay. Joker is number one, Riddler number two, Two Face number three, Penguin four, Catwoman five, Bane six, Hush seven, Killer Croc, Poison Ivy. Scarecrow. That high? Hush is not above Scarecrow. Are you fucking kidding me? Who made that list? This is... is... That's disrespectful. And I love Hush. That is disrespectful to Scarecrow. Oh my god. He can't even get love on the fan sites? Come on. I I think the reason why Hush is so high is basically due to the popularity of the book of the hush book yeah i think that's what it is it is regarded as one of if not the best batman story so um i you know what i think you could make a fighting argument for riddler being the second best yeah you know he's had iconic batman animated series shows he's been in some he was a part of hush um you i mean he was the when you actually get down to the end of the story of hush he is the main villain i believe so um yeah you can make an argument for for riddler being the second one so what you would i mean i guess if we're going with that logic venom is probably riddler yeah you know so then the sinister six from that i would throw bane in there bane has to be one of them okay um and then i guess we're giving two-face a spot uh, unless you're giving Two Face Green Goblin, are we giving Two Face Green Goblin? I would, I would almost give Two Face Green Goblin. Like or is they... it Penguin? Because Penguin is a mastermind. He doesn't do a lot of fighting. Uh, Two Face does fighting, but it's more just gunplay. So yeah, I, I would, I would correlate more so Two Face with Green Goblin. Okay, so um, th- those three are out. So penguins in the Sinister Six, then? Are you saying that or no? Bane? I would say Scarecrow Bane, okay. obviously in there. Um, who else are we going with? That I would say Poison Ivy. Okay, Poison Ivy, Clayface. Does he make the cut? Clayface, I could, I could. If if you're gonna keep him, of course, with the idea that he is a villain. Yes. Okay. I would. Well, so if we're playing that game. What about Harley and Catwoman, though? Because if we're playing the villain game, I think they automatically get spots in the Sinister Six. Both of them. Again, though, the Sinister Six has had multiple reiterations. Uh, yes, so we but could I'm have just, we're making teams. a brand new top Batman Sinister Six. And if we're go if we're playing the villain game, like you just said with Clayface. Catwoman and Harley have been a thorn in Batman's side for a long time. See, I would say Harley. I wouldn't say Catwoman. But she's been around longer. 
She has, but here's the and thing. And she can, she has the ability to fuck him and play like different games. I know, but Black Cat has never been a part of the Sinister Six. And she's the but same Catwoman's for Spider-Man. Better. <laughs> no, like she is in her Catwoman is in a league of her own, so she doesn't need to be on the Sinister Six. That's the th- that's the thing that I'm saying. Like like oh, Okay. I would say give her a pass and I would put Harley in there. Mhm. Or I could easily replace Harley with Poison Ivy. I think you make both. They both make the cut. Like, <laughs> you, like, go, like for real. Like, I genuinely because are you're gonna say Ivy is like not better than like I? I'm not gonna lie to you. I think Ivy is more dangerous than Two Face, in my opinion. Yes, I think Ivy is more dangerous than Two. But we have him not in this. So she, she would have to get a spot in the Sinister Six. Okay. Well, here's. I feel like this is a whole podcast within <laughs> yeah. itself because here's here's the thing when I am looking at this photo of the Sinister Six right now, uh-huh. you have Mysterio. Yeah. He is the person who just That's works with illusion. He, he that is Scarecrow. Crazy. We'll just compare Crazy. them closest to who's on exactly exactly. So Mysterio is Scarecrow. Mm-hmm. Look at Craven. Craven is a hunter, not really anything metahuman. He is just really determined on. He has a really great hunting skill mm-hmm. and he wants to kill Spider-Man. So comparatively, mm-hmm. I would say probably Deathstroke. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, Deathstroke, I could put on there. That's so, fair. Deathstroke. He is then a metahuman ha- though. So a little bit. With yeah, the yeah. Serum, yeah. Then you have Electro. You have a uh a metahuman i would give that to oh shit we're not really like he doesn't have a crazy electric character but i mean he's a threat i think you can replace that person with bane or ivy so i would i would say ivy okay because bane's character needs to be equal i think to either doc ock or sandman actually i think doc ock is ivy okay okay so yeah because the vines you know all that okay. kind of stuff they're both so scientists, so, so scarecrow you know. so scarecrow uh deathstroke ivy okay uh-huh. so again electro would be closest to I would give it to give me who are the other two first. Maybe we eliminate the other two. Vulture, Manbat. Yeah, Manbat. That's easy. Yeah, and then Sandman, Clayface, Clayface. Yeah, yeah. So Electro's the only one because he doesn't so, really have like a standout electric villain. He, not an electric villain, but like also not really a metahuman villain that is like that crazy like that yeah. like metahuman-esque um if anybody i would have to say firefly yeah i mean he would i think a lot of people electricity would and element you know yeah a lot of people would probably consider firefly vulture vulture but man yeah. bad i think is a better shout yeah we could throw firefly on there so what is it overall so, scarecrow so- so overall, it is Scarecrow, Deathstroke, mm-hmm. Firefly, Clayface, Poison Ivy, and Man Bat. Yeah. 
if I had to switch out somebody, because I don't think that would be my definitive list, because we're just comparing to the Sinister Six. Yeah. I think um, Harley easily destroys Man Bat or Firefly on that list. So I could, I could give, I could easily trade uh, Deathstroke for Harley. Oh, okay. Suicide Squad. All right. Right. I could definitely trade uh, Deathstroke for Harley. And then um, instead of Firefly, I would probably do something like, well, sorry, no, no, no. Instead of Clayface, you could easily put Bane. Because okay. he's the muscle. is uh, again, just a, another yeah. part of the muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like the supernatural uh, man bat in there. Um, I do like Ivy in there. Um, and I think, like, here's here's the thing that I kind of like about the Sinister Sticks that I wish they would do more so for Batman mm-hmm. is you always get one or two of the villains teaming up just happenstance and they fight Batman. The Sinister yeah. Six several times have said, "Hey, we all need to team up on Batman and beat the sh- or beat up Spider-Man, like beat the shit out of Spider-Man." Mm-hmm. If six villains go all in on Batman, that would be a fun book. Like, yeah, n- it would almost. I would say I think it still needs good writing, but would it would yeah, almost? Yeah, did that. Did he? Yeah, remember that shitty story where Penguin gets stabbed and they he makes the most impenetrable fucking fortress that nobody could ever get out of and they break out of in the same issue? Okay, see, no, 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 no. That's, that's not the Sinister Six, though. He created his own characters. And yeah, Those are all original characters that have been made before him. It was Deathstroke, no. What's-Her-Face, like, it was that uh, army guy... Like, yeah, there there was like I I believe two other characters that he created himself. No. Well, yeah. yeah, but it's still Deathstroke and some what's her face Cheshire, and uh, I I there. I would like to see some sort of Sinister Six esque book mm-hmm. or arc coming from Batman, and like it still needs good writing, but I think it would just be a hell of a lot of fun. I just there just needs to be a book where like the president is like we got to eliminate Batman. Like that's so easy cuz then you get Amanda Waller on Batman's ass, you know? Yeah. Like it's just it's such an easy book and I feel like some of the like home run things people are like, "Oh, it's been done before." But I was like, "Yeah, but was it done well? Let's just rewrite it." You know what I mean? Yeah. Um cuz everybody's trying to rewrite the good stuff nowadays and they're just making it worse. Uh, but all right, let's move on to the YouTube comments. Uh, I organized this from uh, newest to best. And I'm going to go down. I'm going to start from the top with uh, Nathan. Who would be the biggest threat? And it's all Condiment Kings. Uh, Condiment King with Venom. Condiment King with Speed Force. Condiment King with Man Bat Virus. Jokerized Condiment King. I mean, it's not even a... Like, anybody with Speed Force is more dangerous. Like, any villain with Speed Force, I think we've had this conversation. Like, Joker with Speed Force would be insanity. Which, we're reading that in fucking Zadarsky's run, and it's terrible. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think Speed Force trumps all of those. In my opinion. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Sorry, Nathan. Um, That's all you got there. Uh, Alexis Barretta. uh, So, how the frick could Joker be rehabilitated? Even if he wanted to be, no one would believe him, including Bats. 
even if they managed to fix him, wouldn't he immediately be sentenced to death? For the last part, is Gotham a kill? I mean, Gotham definitely doesn't have the death penalty. Like, there's no way. So this is a very interesting take because one of my favorite episodes in uh, Superman, the animated series, Mm -hmm. is there. I can't remember the title. But there is a villain, a gangster, a, a, a guy. I can't remember who he is in particular. But he, like, essentially at the end, he is on death row. And as the lever is being pulled to electrocute him, mm. he figures out that Clark Kent is Superman. Like, nice. In the mere seconds before he dies, he figures out that he's Superman. Yeah. And, like it it reminded me like this reminded me of that and i'm just like why isn't gotham after everything that has happened so i think i 100% think that bruce wayne has campaigned and thrown money at individuals who are against the death penalty yeah, so that way I believe that. the uh that Arkham can be, can be a thing and rehabilitation is possible. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately I think Bruce Wayne is uh Batman's worst enemy. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, that's a good thing to write where like people are like, Oh, he's a sympathizer. He does this. So Batman could keep beating up people, you know, because there's always been that argument, right. Of like, people think Batman is just beating up the criminally insane and like yeah. they need rehabilitation and not violence. Um, so yeah, you can make, you can add on to that story, which would be interesting. Um, I mean, yeah, he would, I think he would be sentenced to life in prison, but I mean, he's criminally insane. It's why he goes to Arkham and not Blackgate. So I think he would be in Arkham no matter what. Now there have been instances, if I'm not mistaken, where characters do go to Arkham first and then get sent to Blackgate. So even if he was rehabilitated, he would just get sent to Blackgate. So it's possible, but even Batman himself has said, like, he does, he, like, I think wants, he would love if Joker could be rehabilitated, but he doesn't think, he think he's too far gone, you know? Yeah. And so, like, yeah, I think he could be, but, I mean, at that point, Joker's gotten away with so much, why would he want to? Yeah. You know? The only, he, he will never end until Batman is dead or until Batman kills him is that that's all he wants yeah and um you you can't change that when somebody is fixated on one goal that they'll never give up so uh yeah uh moving on to eduardo de la cruz uh what's going on everybody welcome back to another who would win asriel versus reinhardt another overwatch guy Uh, condiment king versus walter white that's (laughs) that's messed up that's (laughs) fucked up that's fucked up eduardo uh lex luther versus amanda waller um Asriel, I think, beats Reinhardt, in my opinion. That's I the guy think with the so. Shield, right? And the big yeah, hammer. He, yeah. yeah. I think Asriel beats him. Condiment King versus Walter White Jr. Uh, Walter White Jr., I fucking hated that kid at the end of that show. Um, and uh, I think he'd still beat Condiment King's ass. Yeah. So, uh, and look at his dad was. Like, look at how bad his dad got. You don't think he can get worse? Um, he's also got that car to run you over with. So, that is also true. Uh, and Lex Luthor versus Lex Luthor versus Amanda Waller is a nice shout. I would give it to Lex just because he wouldn't need to rely on anybody else. Where Amanda Waller would need the Suicide Squad or somebody else. So yeah, so uh, there was uh, a, a moment in time where Lex Luthor was uh, uh, president, 
yeah. and Amanda Waller was the vice president. Um, and you kind of see right there, like Lex knew exactly who his number one enemy was. So he yeah. in, decided to put her beneath him. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it would go to Lex Luthor also. Yeah. So uh, good try, though, with the Walter White Jr. You got me to laugh. I'll say that. That's fucked up. <laughs> uh, Jason Todd, uh, do you think it would be a good plot device to give Batman his own kryptonite, such as fatal allergy or disease? I feel it would make him more human knowing he has human weaknesses besides getting beat up. His weakness is that he's human. Like, oh, no, it's peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> peanut butter bandit has beat me now. Or Joker's like, what the fuck? Really? Like, you know what I mean? Joker would come out of nowhere with an EpiPen and be like, not today, peanut butter bandit. Like, you, I only kill the Batman. But I do think that uh, Batman having a weakness of some kind, he's already human. That is his weakness. Like, because he can be susceptible to a bullet or a knife. Or anything. I don't think he needs an allergy or anything to make him more human. I mean, it's at that point, it's like, okay, how human do we want our superheroes to be? You know, like, I don't think he needs his own kryptonite. Like, anything could kill him on a a random day. Um, I mean, he can't, you know, unlike Wonder Woman or Superman who could survive for, you know, years upon years upon years, Batman can get cancer and he's fucked, you know? Like, yeah. You know, that is his weakness, that he is human. Uh, Moving on to Teeny Beauty, or Tiny Beauty, saying howdy to a new listener from the South. Howdy. Uh, I'm always a fan of somebody that's just howdy. Uh, But welcome, (laughs) Tiny. Uh, I hope you're having a good time listening to Batman News Weekly. We always appreciate new listeners. Um, Moving on from that, Clay, uh, which of these would cause the most outrage? Valmont slash Selena lovemaking scene in a movie or show? A new team of all LGBT characters that fight against bigot villains. Uh, Condiment King killing off Alfred instead of Bane. Um, whew, that last one. Um, I don't think, last, I think the last one wouldn't be believable. It wouldn't be believable, but I think that would make the most outrage because it would be the most unbelievable. The thing is, yeah, uh, the team of all LGBTQ plus characters uh, fighting bigoted villains, like they have a like LGBTQ like Justice League roster. But yeah. they only put out the book on Pride Month. Yeah. Like, I think that is a slap in the face for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think people, even within the LGBTQ uh, community, uh, like, you can't just pay, say, like, hey, we're the gay Justice League. Like, you got to give them more yeah. merit and, like, more. Uh, 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 what's the phrasing that I'm looking for? Uh, substance? Substance than, than just that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like to see it, but it's it's they're they're more than just their their gayness. It's just a part of them, you know. Um, yeah, that would be that would be the dumbest roster ever, in my opinion. Like, oh, you can't be in here because you're not gay. Like, uh, we're supposed to be saving the world. Like, that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Like, Superman can't be on that team because he's not gay. No, but his son can. Like, what the fuck? Like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I um like I don't if you wanted to make an Elseworld story with that and like it's the opposite ends of like you know maybe a majority of the world is gay and you know they're suppressing the straight version like the way for the longest time straight community suppressed the gay community I could see that story on an Elseworlds but being just like oh yeah we have a Justice League that's all gay members I'm like why though like that doesn't make any sense um. But yeah, and also, 
you'd only be pissing off a certain group of people when you do yeah. that story. I mean, because Marvel did it with their super woke characters, and everybody just thought it was the fucking dumbest thing. So oh, yeah, it was Snowflake and oh, what was yeah. the other one? Yeah, uh, Snowflake and I don't know, um, Consent Please, and like other stuff. Like I don't know, it was just like the dumbest names, and like and it was it was, it, it was a big slap in the face. Yeah, like, it was just like. I don't you're not helping the cause at any point in that you're just fucking making a joke of it. It feels like yeah. so like, yeah, it was just I, nobody. I think those characters probably all died, too, um, or they if not, they should they should give them the uh, Fantastic Four treatment when they had that one issue where all the Fantastic Four cast died in a bombing. Oh, yeah. From yeah. the Punisher. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So they should do that to those characters because they were terrible. Um, Valmont Selena lovemaking scene. I don't think anybody would care because a lot of people don't know who the fuck Valmont is. Like the general audience would be like, oh, who's this character that Selena's falling in love with? Like it, it wouldn't matter. Cause I think if you're also watching a Selena Kyle movie, aka Catwoman, she's probably gonna have a love interest that's not Batman, you know? Cause like if you put Batman in that movie, it's automatically gonna be a Batman movie. So she's going to have a different love interest. So I don't think people would actually care except for people that have read Catwoman and know how shitty Valmont is. So, and they just announced that he's, he, he's not necessarily coming back, but he's going to be part of a storyline in that new terror event. That's going to be happening during the summer in Catwoman number one night terror or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if I had to pick all of those, Selena Kyle one would probably piss me off the most just because like, I fucking hate Valmont. I think he's a terrible ass character. The LGBT one would probably, in general audience eyes, would probably make the biggest noise, in my opinion. Um, yeah. People just wouldn't believe the Condiment King thing. They would think it's fan art or something. Like, there's just no way. Um, last one, Moncray. Do you think comics intentionally make a bad character, wait, uh, make a bad character for readers to hate? then make them die to build like build slash relief hype is a smart move or a cop out. Why? So uh, here's, here's the thing though. Yeah. The only people who I have known to purposely make characters to die um, is juice. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a lot of people who genuinely like we've, we've seen interviews and we've seen Tom the way that does it a lot too though. No, I think Tom Suicide Squad book. He made a bunch of new characters to die. Remember the Suicide Squad book where he created a whole new team? He did create a whole new team, but most of the characters that died were created were already established characters. He killed one of the fish people that he created. Yes. And yes. then didn't one of didn't another one explode? Because that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them did die near the end. Yeah. Um, so. But yes, I yeah. Go for it. Go for it. I was gonna say a lot of people do genuinely want a good perception and reaction to their new characters because then you can like uh, Tynan get statues, get mm -hmm. uh, merch, like because uh, I mean freaking uh, uh, um, what's her name? Uh, Joker's punchline. punchline. Um, she has shot up in popularity yeah like crazy then you have miracle molly like you have these characters that people just want to latch on to mm -hmm. and that's what dc wants out of a new character 
DC doesn't want a character that they can't make money off of. Yeah. Um, and when you kill off a character, like you can't make money off of them. Yeah. Um, intentionally, like you, you can't just be like, Hey, this character I'm creating, he's going to have all these bells and whistles and then he's going to die. Like, yeah, DC will be like, uh huh, uh huh, wait, 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 what? No, that, no, that it sounds great. Why don't you just keep him alive? Yeah. Um, and I think that if you want to create a character just to die, um, I genuinely, I genuinely think that it's okay mm-hmm. if it propels the story in a bigger and better way. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. I, I I appreciate people that create characters to die because I do think that's I don't I don't like this idea. I don't like fucking Naruto 400 plus episodes and then for the first character to fucking die. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a fan of that. Um, I think it adds to a story because you can get to a point where if you're if your characters are never in danger, if something never bad happens to good people it becomes not, I don't want to say unreadable, but like kind of unbelievable. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, some people need to die every once in a while or need to be in peril or maybe like Wonder Woman doesn't die, but uh, freaking Steve Trevor does. You know, it's like, oh no, you know, the love of my life died. Like that's that's where you can call some shit. So I do think that um, creating bad characters, as you would say, is a good thing like now granted a lot of people try to do this and they do it horribly most recently we saw that with teeny howard and valmont valmont was created and i would assume teeny howard always had this idea of like i'm gonna create this love interest for selena and then she's gonna end up killing him when she tries to save her other love of her life batman it was just a fucking terrible character all over the place they she played this game of like will they won't they forever which granted it did keep me on the edge of my seat but i hated the rest of the story i was only reading catwoman to find out if she would cross that line i wasn't enjoying the story and uh i think if you're going to create something i i've said this a million times and we'll say it until the end of time james tynan had the perfect character to create and die at the hands of joker and he did nothing with it also, James Tynan created what I thought could have been the next hush and killed him just to push his Joker war. So people do it. It's just not done well, is what I'll say. Yeah. And I think that's what needs to change. Because, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's something people do all the time. But is it ever done well is is the question. So uh, that is all we got for... Um, freaking questions ladies and gentlemen anyways with that let's move on to comics because that is all we got ladies and gentlemen only two books here uh adventures and danger street i did you read both i only read danger street because uh adventures came to us late i i read it i I had i would had read ahead uh-huh. I was I was like, oh, I'm gonna be like Juice. I'm gonna go ahead and read yeah. every book ahead of time, so that way when it comes time to actually uh, record, we're on the same page. I don't have to scramble to finish a book or anything. Yeah. And then I opened our app where we have all the books yeah. uh, as soon as we started recording, and I was like, oh, there's a Batman book here that I did not read. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that you say that because I didn't read these until last night. 
So that's like, hilarious. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, you know, fucking editing. I've been really busy lately. I've been reading manga more than I've been reading uh, comics, and I was just like, oh fuck, I gotta read Batman tomorrow. And I look, and I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, I guess we'll talk about adventures first. But I almost didn't read Danger Street because I was just like, I was like, I really want to read Danger Street, but I'm glad I did <laughs> because it's just like I knew uh, we we enjoyed issue four of Danger Street, right? Like more than the previous issues. But I was yeah. like, it could be like those other issues again. And I'm like, do I really want to read this so late at night? I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, Clay's gonna read it. I was like, no. Nah. I was like, let me read it, and I read it. And I'm, I'm glad I did at the end of it, but. Let me just go ahead and run through uh, Adventures then. So this story is continuing the story. The last time we read Adventures, Batman was getting shot out of a window um, because somebody was trying to save the essentially Captain America type character that the Suicide Squad is hunting down. And uh, Batman has this monologue while he's falling from the building. He was like, well, I'm glad this, uh, you know, this villain essentially uh, told the truth and they weren't trying to kill me because they use rubber bullets and the only thing i need to do is survive this fatal fall that i'm going to but luckily i have a lot of experience in this so he shoots his grappling hook and then this chick just flies away with her fucking suit now interesting thing about this book clay is that suit she's using is referenced to basically be the batman beyond suit because we learn later that this is like high tech military stuff. And Robin says, yo, why don't we have that kind of stuff? And Batman's all like, we're years from that, if at all. So oh, referencing Batman Beyond. That's because cool. it was stolen from Wayne Tech. So this military person stole all this stuff from Wayne Tech. Anyways, on top of that, um, uh, so harley's having margaritas at that place that she had she was at last <laughs> time with baby doll um uh rock uh, was it rocky uh ruby rocket and this bunny girl that she met in the last um the last one or whatever so uh amanda waller comes in and she's all like oh you know add no salt to my margarita and she's like no 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 she was like I'm done with my contract. Here's some chips and salsa. Get the fuck out. Like I am not working <laughs> with you anymore. And uh, they were like, fine. If you're not going to work with us, take everybody else. And so the suicide squad comes in and tries to take like baby doll and everybody baby doll kicks out King shark's teeth. Uh, freaking uh, Ruby rocket knocks the fuck out of um, uh, boomerang man. Can they have this little thing where she was like, you're really coming after me after we made out at Ivy's party or Harley's party. And he's all like, ah, don't make it personal. And she's like, I'm making it personal. <laughs> and she knocks him out. And uh, the bunny just gets her ears cut off by Katana, like extremely fast. And so um, everybody's all like, all right, we'll take them in if Harley's not going to work with us. Oh, but Harley, you should know I had a uh, dead shot and um, muscle. Uh, pick up your girlfriend at the airport and so they have ivy captured so harley's all like all right i'll play your little game but just let you know if anything happens to ivy i will kill you and she says that's a waller so i'm like oh shit harley getting kind of crazy so the main thing is they're trying to find this guy right yeah they're trying to find this guy joker takes him to go meet hugo strange and they reference an animated episode here, which I fucking love. I don't, I believe you finished all the animated series or a majority of it, right? 
Um, There was the episode with Hugo Strange where he finds out Bruce Wayne's identity, right? Or Batman's identity is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Joker talks about how he has issues with Hugo Strange because he tried to sell him Batman's identity. And he was like, he was like, you know, this Joker said it was Bruce Wayne. Can you believe that? Like Bruce Wayne. (laughs) And so like, he's like talking shit. He's like, it would never be Bruce Wayne. So at this point, we're playing with a Joker that doesn't know Batman's identity, which we kind of also know. I mean, this could also be Joker knowing Batman's identity, but not giving a fuck because he also does that. Right. So I like that reference that they reference an old Hugo Strange episode. And then what we end up finding out is um, Hugo Strange working with the military, all that kind of jazz. And uh, this is when they reference the bad stuff. Barbara says she would love to be out there but she's basically doing the oracle kind of thing right now because she's studying for school or whatever she's able to control the bat suit or the 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 suit that was stolen because she's able to get in there uh it was stolen by this military chick and um you know freaking there's just all this other shenanigans that's going on but we find out that uh batman does come across that person to capture him at one of joker's old hideouts because she's looking for this guy now here's the thing that kind of threw me off clay because if you remember the last episode i want to say we both thought this ninja person that's you know fighting batman to save this guy was the soldier that he saved right it's not if i remember correctly i'd have to go back and look at the issue it's a doctor that was working on the program that was falling in love with him so totally huh. different person. I was shocked. Very odd. Now sh- the military woman does make an appearance here. It does look like though. Yes. Yeah. So she's I. Uh, so in they do a reference where Batman looks at the cameras, and I got kind of confused here because it says this woman was the last person to you know check into the Wayne Tech area, but then we re- find out later that her key card was stolen. So I don't know if that footage was doctored or what it was, but she wasn't the one that stole the tech. So interesting. So anyways, uh, that's when Barbara is able to control the suit. She basically shuts it down and um, we get the whole reveal of like why she doesn't want like basically the guy was lied to the whole Captain America situation was going on. He was fighting through everything and they used a brainwashing helmet to finish the experiment. So that they would be like, she says, if you were creating a super soldier army, you would never want that super soldier army to go rogue. So you have to control them somehow. So we had to brainwash them. So he got brainwashed. And um, when that was happening, Joker broke in because he heard about the whole situation that was going on. And he was mad at Hugo Strange. So he fucked up the whole the whole experiment. And that's how he has that guy on his team. God damn. Yeah, so Joker always doing crazy shit. And it ends with, they're like, oh, we need to get that helmet to save him. But Hugo Strange has it on lock and key. Well, as they're transporting it an hour away from Gotham or whatever, Joker's already in the van. Which there's some really interesting dialogue because Joker's like has his arm around a guy and it's all laughing gas. And he's like, uh, he says, watch your hands, mister. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, Joker, what, what kind of gas did you dose them with? Um, but yeah, so this was part two. So that story will be continuing. I just absolutely loved that they referenced Batman the Animated Series 
and an old Batman animated series, Hugo Strange episode. Like, that's what I think is so really good about this. And I'm so glad they're staying consistent with the art because that one Harley issue was just really weird. So, like, it's it's crazy how the art just fits so well with the storytelling. But if you change it, it doesn't fit right. Um, because I do think, like, if you were to, like, Clay Man this up, this kind of dialogue wouldn't work with Clay Man art, in my opinion. So, because Batman talks a lot more in this suit, and I think it's okay in the animated series, yeah. wouldn't be as cool in the comics, in my opinion. So, I think that's kind of interesting. But let's move on to Danger Street. I, like I said, I wasn't really going to read this book, but it has a Batman appearance. So I was like, oh, shit. It actually awesome. Cool. What did you think? Batman about News book? Weekly approved, I guess. Yeah, right? bat, for real. Um, um, this one, uh, as it loads up on my screen here. Yeah. Um, this one, I feel like was in the realm of like easier to read. It did. Mm-hmm. uh synergize very well with what has been going on other than like the the fact that we read the first two or three issues and we were just like what the fuck is happening right we were still learning about a whole lot of these characters um i'm still very curious at this like bodyguard dude um Mm -hmm. for these kids um how it relates to the manhunters because we got a little bit of insight here but not too much and then this whole thing with Batman and the creeper yeah. uh, we, we made, you know, the assumptions of like, Oh, uh, Jack Reacher is, or, or sorry. Uh, what's his name in, in this one? Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Batman. Oh, he calls him creeper. Um, let's see. I can't I, remember his, I forget uh, his name. I, I, I'm saying Jack Reacher. And I think that's a completely different character from yeah. uh, a novel. Uh, but, uh, uh, anyway, you say the creeper, the creeper, the creeper, the creeper identity. is, uh, uh, you know, the whole thing of him, like being the news anchor, talking about all of these like things happening within Gotham, like who's the real hero, who's a vigilante, all of this mess. Right. Yeah. Um, and Batman is like, you don't need to be doing this. Like, yeah, you, you need to you need to stop doing this. And I love how the creeper is just taking no shit from Batman. Yeah. He is stone faced with with Bruce here, um, and I I love this. Um, whenever yeah. there's a character who actually stands up to Batman, uh, I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't think the Creeper was really a character to do that, um, but seeing it here, I thought was really really cool. Um, and of course, we have the showdown between uh, the new God, um, um, freaking uh, Orion. Uh, Orion and uh, Starman uh, going on right now. Um, And who's in the freaking coffin? The dead boy. Is it him? I'm pretty sure because they want to bring him back to life. Okay. I I guess I missed that because I was just like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. So Starman has always felt bad that the kid died. And so that's why the, what do they call them? The wombats or whatever they're called, the little rascals. Uh, they're going after the blue man. They're, they're going to try to kill him, right? And that's what yeah. we kind of leave on the cliffhanger where he just fought Orion and he falls down. And essentially, looks like the kids have a free shot at killing this guy because he has like no more energy. And I guess they're going to go point blank barrel to the skull and maybe kill him, which would be nuts. 
Um, although he just fought Orion, so maybe a bullet won't do anything to him, but who knows? Um, so yeah, there we got a bunch of different uh, lady cop getting her ass beat the whole time. This issue, poor, I, I feel bad for the princess because she's in her just like working in her office, and a whoosh, like a big old whoosh, sends her out of her desk, and she's like, "Oh, what the fuck was that?" Uh, and I think that is like from the fight of Orion and Starman. Like, yeah, she, probably she is trying to investigate what this is. Um, but she is trying to get the leg up here, of course, in her investigation. And I, I'm still kind of confused. Like, of course, they she does get into the car wreck, mm-hmm. um, at the very end, and that's how she's going to be face to face with everybody. And like, this is of course going to lead her right into uh where her investigation was going to lead her anyway yeah um so that is very interesting here uh this is a how many issues is this supposed to be i think it's 12 because i think danger street had 12 issues originally or something like that or it was one issue with 12 stories maybe okay so i think it's something like that i could be wrong um, so we still have six issues left. Yeah. But I think this, like the story is Sorry, no, finally seven. starting to move. Yeah. Because now I'm curious on like, all right, well, you know, is, are they going to kill Starman right now? The freaking, the kids. And I, you know, what's her name? Just got in a car wreck. I'm so glad that the, what is his name? Manhunter or whatever killed that prick ass kid. Because he was like begging for his life, and he's like, "Oh, he can't kill me! Oh, you little bitch!" And he was like just talking all this shit to him. And then he came in at the very end, and he was like, "Oh, we're gonna go through this again." And he just suffocates him, like chokes him to death. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Hell yeah, fuck that kid!" And uh, so like that was kind of cool. But um, so yeah, all the stories I feel like are developing. We see some betrayal inside the what are they called? The green, the green group, or the green um... the the group with all the kids. Yeah, is... well, the, there's two kids groups. You're talking about the Richie Rich kids with the green. Yeah, suits. the rich kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some betrayal there with the manhunter guy with the bodyguard, and he's like, "Look, they're killing kids. Maybe you know, you just protect me." Yeah, I thought ones. I thought that was pretty interesting. Where he was just like. Uh, I mean, is it really important that all of us live? Like, yeah. Let's just like give these to the manhunters and you mm-hmm. just protect me. Yeah. Um, I thought that was very interesting. And which is why I want to know who this bodyguard really is. Like what, yeah. what significance is he to the DC universe? Uh, you said that you think that we will get that reveal closer to the end of the book. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like I need to know before. Um, okay. But again, I have to see how the rest of the story like really lines up. It could be revealed next issue because Tom King does. He is usually somebody that reveals a lot of the secret stuff early on, whereas everybody will hold on until the last issue to reveal yeah. an identity. Tom King's more like, you know, issue four, issue five kind of thing. This is issue five. So maybe we will get that or maybe we never will. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. never know the guy. So it could be a possibility. But with the creeper Batman scene. I am so intrigued by that because one would is Batman the type to kind of enforce the free speech stuff. You know what I mean? Like that was curious to me Mm because like granted he has to deal with all that shit. So he might want to get ahead of it. Right. I can understand that. Maybe he wants to be a little intimidating, but now 
we also saw like one i want batman to beat the shit out of creeper now like after what because he blew smoke in his face like that's one of the most disrespectful things you can do (laughs) so i'm hoping batman like does get to beat the shit out of him or something at some point and the creeper likes to beat the shit out of people right so maybe batman catches the creeper in the act and he has all the right to beat the shit out of him you know but now we're starting to see kind of like Watchmen stuff happening because we see the creepers, you know, alternate uh, alter ego kind of saying, so who controls the heroes? And like, why are the heroes the ones that make all the rules? And like yeah. now he's going to start doing propaganda against heroes. And it's interesting that we still have, if this is 12 issues, seven more issues of maybe we're going to start seeing people rising against the heroes and causing more drama. And I love me a good political story. So if the creeper who is always kind of seen as a dumb, silly character is the catalyst for something like crazy happening with the views of, you know, people versus heroes, I'd be very intrigued to see where that story is going. As long as it ends with Batman beating the shit out of Creeper. Like, that's what I want to see. Or or this, where Batman, and let me know if if Batman would do this, and I, I think he probably would, he exposes the anchor for being Creeper. Well, Batman is a fascist, you know, so. Because I, think- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am curious on, like, that secret identity type things. But is the Creeper considered a hero? I feel like Batman, he he would unmask other villains. Yeah, he and he has unmasked villains before. Yeah. So I don't see why he wouldn't. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's very much toting the line because, yes, Batman is very much seen as a hero, but he is technically yeah lawfully a vigilante but mm-hmm. he he is regarded as a vigilante within gotham yeah uh, vigilanteism i think for the most part in the dc universe is not a crime of course it is very much frowned upon yeah um, it has gone off and on whether it has been legal in gotham or not um but like if you're if you're outing the creeper then like someone's got to out you you know um, well the thing is creeper knows who he is yeah you think he would out him back you but know again I mean? it's almost like the whole thing with the joker in the, yeah in the, in the previous uh talk with with batman adventures who would believe you yeah like especially if you're a villain or mm-hmm. a vigilante like oh you, like it's it's half and half because you have the conspiracy theorists that are like do Bruce Wayne would totally fit like yeah yeah, yeah. and then yeah. you'd have the people be like Bruce Wayne could never be yeah. the Batman you know yeah so it's it's a very interesting concept and and I can't wait to see what happens yeah I will say like I said uh at when I first started reading this because again it was late at night anytime I read a book late at night I'm kind of just like uh I'll see the page count and I'm just like uh 30 plus pages like I don't know if I want to read that right now, which is funny because I'm over here reading manga. That's like 60. I'm like, <laughs> although manga is smaller and quicker. It do you, you can read manga so quickly. Like yeah. I can read 10 to 15 chapters of manga yeah. and be like, when's the next one where I'm reading like five issues of a 
of comics and i'm just like god damn i have one more jesus christ and i think that's because manga it does the thought bubble thing but without doing the thought bubble thing like it's just large text and i believe they change the color of the text to like all black at times if it's like a thought thing or they do like like fucking uh you know sparkles or something around it so you know um and yeah, you can just read it so much faster, but they don't really do a lot of like inner dialogue and all that kind of stuff. Not, I mean, some do, but it's not to the extent like where it's like five boxes and you're just like, oh, fuck, this is a lot of text, you know? Yeah. Uh, and the dialogue is never long. Like it's rare that I see a manga character doing like a crazy long monologue unless it's like an evil villain. But like yeah. when I'm reading like Spy Family, that shit is not, nobody's doing a <laughs> monologue in Spy Family. So but I'm intrigued to see where this is going to go. Like, uh, cause I love me a good political story. And when I, again, when I started reading this, I was like, man, this kind of feels like the first three issues where it's kind of going slow. And then bat the Batman thing happened. I was like, Oh, I was like, what the fuck? I wasn't expecting Batman in this book. And then I just got intrigued from there. And I was like, okay. Um, and I got to say, whether you love Tom King or hate Tom King, I really enjoy that. He incorporates, at least Batman in a lot of these stories because he's just being like, Oh yeah, you know, you might've forgot, but all these characters exist in the same universe as this guy, you know? And so I really appreciate that. But overall, that is all we got for comics. Ladies and gentlemen, Clay, what do you got going on this week, man? Um, we dropped a crazy was supposed to be three and a half hours worth of Star Wars celebration breakdown along with the Mandalorian episode seven review, but we chopped it up into three episodes. So go check that out at uh, Star Wars Alliance. Um, we took a long time breaking everything down. So we would greatly appreciate it if people go uh, listen to all that. Uh, the, the three different episodes are, uh, breakdowns of the movie streaming uh, news and animation. Then the second one is publication that is with the novels, comics, and all of that. And then the third one is the Mandalorian review. Nice, nice. I have been streaming on Twitch and my reaction channel every Friday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, the Resident Evil game, which has been pretty awesome so far. So if you guys want to see me play that game, Pretty sure a lot of you have probably beat it already. So come join in the chat uh, while I'm playing through it. I will also be chatting about other stuff. So come hang out there. Uh, also, I uh, don't know if anybody's going to be at Comic-Con, but I'm more than likely going to be there, uh, depending on if I get a hotel. We did the hotel registration stuff yesterday, and I'm just praying to the Comic-Con gods that I get selected this year because it's been a hot minute since I've gotten a hotel myself at uh, Comic-Con. And uh, I am going to this Comic-Con... Uh, being more of an anime fan than I ever have been. So I'm going to be looking at anime shit if they have it. Because I might, I just, I think I need to go to Anime Expo is what I need to do. But I hate the convention center that Anime Expo's at. So I kind of don't want to go to it sometimes. But, and I've seen it before and it's fucking packed. Like it's not great. It's not great. It's like in the middle of downtown too. Sucks. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be it for this podcast. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne, and remember, Batman is awesome. Batman.